Welcome to Dining with Jews. I'm Nick Kimler. I'm Mozek Sherman. And we are going to take you today to Tone Sushi with Kevin White. And this week, the name of the show is... You look tired. You smell like human. And I hate your wife. Oh, baby, baby, dining with Jews. Oh, dining with Jews. Dining with Jews. Dining with Jews. Baby, I like to dine. With the Jews, when they're there, dining with some Jews. Baby, I'd like to dine with the Jews. We all do. Gentiles too. I love them all. Big, tall, small. However you roll, you're my kind of lady funky treat. What, no, what am I having? That's a soup. Is this a dipping sauce? So this is a this is a lovely and delightful miso soup, very okay. light. Okay, it is very light. And no spoon. Nope. You just suck it down out of the bowl. I brought one, so that's yeah. good. They so, will not foil me here. You cannot clink a miso soup bowl. It's very bad luck, yeah, and I did it twice. We just did it. But this is our first non-jelly episode. Yeah, oh yeah, and non-Jew episode. Yeah, both happened in the same time. I don't think we did that on purpose. It just happened. You don't look tired. <laughs> but if I were to say to you, yes, I would find that annoying. As I did one night. Yeah. Nick so, asked me, you look tired. And so, I just thought, what, what benefit does that have? Are you okay to talk about have? that? Yeah. Okay, no, let's talk, I, I want to talk about All right. That. So just a little backup. A little backup. Uh, a number of years ago, we were at a party. And um, it was post-skiing, I believe. Yeah. And I don't even know if you had gone skiing that day. I had. You had. Okay. Did that call that very tiring. It was at ski And it was, it was a full day, because you drive an hour and a half yeah. to the ski hill, ski all day, drive an hour and a half back. And when we got there, back after dropping all the gear, I saw Kevin, and I said, innocently, hey, you look tired. This is just convivial chat between friends, you think? Yes. That's what he thought. And, and the response was... Why would you say that? Why would you tell someone they look tired? Because it's totally out of line for somebody to come in your face and say, hey, you look tired. Why don't no they just say, well, like. hey, you look ugly in that suit? Like, why yeah, don't they just you say look that? overweight. Yeah. You're pissed, right? I just couldn't figure out why you were asking it. And I felt as a friend who, you know, I could be frank with, yeah. I thought what, what unfolded, though, was less than comfortable. Because I felt like you and I, I think, could have this, well, we are having this conversation. And I felt like you were totally equipped to, to have the conversation and go for it. But I felt other people in the room were going, oh, oh, no, Nick and Kevin are fighting. Oh, no. <laughs> and it sort of brought in this civilian element, as I like to call it. You know, there's people who like to talk and argue, and then there's people who really cower. And so once that happens and you have that mix, it's really hard yeah, to bring it, was, it out and say, it's okay, everybody. We're just yeah, kind of having yeah. a other on. But um, yeah, I try not to tell people they look bald or they look fat or they look tired. Yeah. That's just me though. Okay, but I don't know. okay, no, no, no. So, so let's talk let's about this. From your but will, no, you from tell, will you tell someone they look like they've lost weight? No. I'll say, you looked, uh, this happened to me just this morning. I saw someone at a social function the other night and I thought she looked great and I thought to myself in my head, I think she's lost some weight. But what I said is, you looked fabulous the other night. It's a nice and then she say. and then she said, "Well, I hope so. I've lost thirty pounds." Holy boom, 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 boom. Right. So very smooth. So very smooth. Yep. Now, I was taken aback at that, moment. <laughs> and and because uh, I because 
uh, it was a minefield. It was a minefield. You, you I was like, wow, did I, I really? Into a minefield. I just really pissed him off. <laughs> and in my mind, I was taken aback. But I learned a, a, I learned something that day. I will never be friends with Kevin. No, Ryan. I learned not. It's to too s- late. No, I, it's too late. You're stuck with me. <laughs> <We're>, <laughs> you're having lunch. You're, you're recording. Right. I know. This is the point of no return. I, but right I did, here. I did learn. I did learn that people. I take it as a um, as a term of not of a term of endearment, but a sign of care. It's, I looked at it as, are you okay? That's what I. That's why. That's why I asked. It wasn't. Oh, you. And I. And if somebody is um, looking under the well, I do say, are you okay? You look a little green. I do the same thing. And not not because I'm being a jerk or because I, I, I think it's insensitive. So when that happened, I realized, wow, I crossed the line that Kevin doesn't, you don't, it did it did uh, push me out of my comfort zone temporarily. And uh, once okay. I thought, yeah, once I realized. Sweat, I start, when I went in there, this guy was right there. You were there. What your yeah. level of comfort? What do you think? Oh, you know, I was laughing. Yeah. Because, but could you sense his discomfort? Oh, God, yeah. He oh, walked okay. into... I always get such pleasure when someone else walks into the minefield <laughs> that I normally walk into because I know what's about to happen and I get to be watching it, which is the sweat, the anxiety, and the, the desperate attempt to make right. it seem like the thing that just happened is not what happened. Right. And we're going to make it all right by pulling everything out of the minefield. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I don't know that anyone's good at it, but I'm terrible at it. I just start making, I turn into Jerry Lewis. I know certain days I look tired. And I swim, I swim in the morning and I have goggles that are too tight. And that's the worst because they leave this dark mark on your face for like a morning. They might even still be there for And then you're anxious about it. And then people, no, all kinds of people say, why? You look tired, bud. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so I'm not the first. We were at a party once, a dinner party, very similar to the dinner party that was just described. Yeah. And we embraced. I like to hug my friends oh, I when I see them. Uh-huh. And your first reaction, your fir- the first response to me was to sniff the air and go, huh, you, you smell like cumin. And, and then, and, and we then, you know, we then had a discussion about how to pronounce cumin. That way, I went there first. Yeah, you were and, a little offended. Oh, well, okay, so, but I because you be- didn't say to me, and I appreciate this, you, you look a little fatigued, uh-huh. but you did say... That smell I smell like, the, like smell. a Mediterranean spice. Just out of curiosity, how do those? How, do, how does that okay. fit in? I'll That's tell you exactly question. why I asked that question. Right. Um, I'm allergic to cumin. Precisely. <laughs> I need to back off from this guy. I'll have an anaphylactic. Are Are you cumin? Are you composed of cumin? Because I'm allergic, and we have <laughs> to clear that up right now. I thought. Let's I, thought I smelled cumin, and I thought, oh, Mo had something interesting to eat for dinner. Did he go to an interesting restaurant that I should know about in the neighborhood? Did he have dinner with friends and an interesting me- Middle Eastern Mediterranean meal was cooked? I would like to know. He smells like cumin. There's one other possibility, which is cumin has a slightly pungent smell, right. which I thought about after asking the question, but it was purely, purely food. I thought, oh, it could be B.O. And maybe he thinks that I'm being sideways about trying to hint that he might have some B.O. Mm. I hope that wasn't the case. That wasn't the case. But it really was like I thought, oh, has he been to a cool restaurant? If I may, if you had said that to me, the reaction, let's put it this way. If you'd said, Nick, you look tired, I would probably answer, ugh, let me tell you why I'm tired. Okay. Something like that. If you'd said, Nick, you smell like cumin, I would have had the exact same reaction, I think, that you would have had to me about being tired. I would have been been offended. I would have been like, what the fuck do you mean I smell like cumin? 
Which but was what really my reaction ended up being. Because well, it's about... It's, it's, <laughs> like, I mean, I, I think it's, it's a great spice. <laughs> <laughs> and it's versatile and tasty, and so I'm So I'm here's puzzled. the thing. Jews tend to sweat. Not all of them. Okay. But many of them do. Yeah. Albert Brooks, Nick, and me, right. for example. Those are the only three Jews. Well, those are the three that came to my head. So we sweat a lot. And, oh, that's where and I used asked. to, my sweat used to be so pungent that I had a girlfriend who used to call me the Greek man. She would be like, oh, you smell like what the a, Greek man today. What a sweetheart. I know. And that She also karate chopped me in my throat wife. once. No. <laughs> no. But yeah. that's enough about me. Let's get yeah. back to Kumin. <laughs> I can um, see how it might be offensive now, given well, that history. Um... I mean, a girlfriend calling you the Greek man. I mean, sure, and then some and, and says, you smell like cumin. And therefore, the reason why I don't do much of this kind of editing before saying ridiculous things, as is abundantly clear right now, um, is because I go, you know, there's always something that could offend someone. You never know. If you can't call somebody on... Bingo. On it. You arrived at the correct You cannot call somebody on Don't call me tired. I don't appreciate that. Or how dare you say I smell like human. Then are you really a friend? Right. Such an odd well, it, it, well, it's hard because being a white Anglo-Saxon Protestant, a lot of people would never have those conversations. You know, they're too scared. There are family members that wouldn't have that conversation with each other. Yeah. I think it's fun to open it up, though, and I agree with you, Nick. I think let's have some let's have some frank discussions about the way you stink <laughs> and how exhausted you look, and that's what friendship is all about. I'm starting to sweat right no. now. Is that there's a there's a cultural question here? Oh, I I think it is. I think friendship is founded on you know sharing intimacies and all that stuff. So a friend can tell another friend the truth, yeah. right? And the trick is to to be there for the friend no matter what okay. and to be conciliatory at some point question though yes. I think we've all had this a very close friend of yours is, is dating someone that you can't stand mm -hmm. not only can you not stand them neither can the rest of the universe mm -hmm. and it's abundantly clear to all of you that this person's no good you say anything? So is this hypothetical, or is there really a friend of ours? Oh, I think there's really a friend. Uh, but let's let's go stick with the hypothetical because it's a good question. What's well, like this? I know a guy. You guys don't know. Mm -hmm. I know a guy that you guys don't know, and I don't like his wife. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of that. That's my observation, mm -hmm. and my observation also is, one must never say anything about that. No, but and that is always wife poison. and girlfriend are different. Yeah, I agree with that. A wife and girlfriend are different. You can't talk about somebody's wife. No, they no, 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 I was there. I was there in both phases. In other words, I was there oh, when I she was girlfriend. Mm -hmm. I yeah. was there during the engagement, and I was there during the wifeish portion. Mm -hmm. And Lord knows, I wanted to say something. Never did. Never will. Okay, would you? Except for right here. <laughs> on, on, on the internet, around the world. Because no one's going to hear it. Yeah, that guy certainly won't. And he won't have any clue you're talking about him. That's right. Um, now all your friends are going to be going, oh, I wonder if it's my wife he hates. I know, I am. <laughs> no, but I told you, it's not anybody I know. No, sorry, I told you it's not anybody you know. Right. I don't know if I have an answer. It's a tough one. Because it's hard to know what people really need at the end of the day. Um... And I think 
My mother once told me she did not like one of my girlfriends. She said, she's not right for you. I think she was correct. Wait, your mother only ever told you once? I don't like the girl you're with? I didn't date that many people. So that's not surprising. I, I didn't date that many people either, but your mother I'm nevertheless mother. surprised that your mother only told you that once. Well, she did. She was right. It was annoying, though, at the time. I was very hurt by it. I thought, oh, really? Um, but I think I knew it. So I don't know. Is that the reason I broke up with her? No. Did it contribute to my overall assessment of this person? Yes. I think it's very hard. I don't know how people remain with the person because there is that unless they're obtuse you have that pressure from your peer group of like oh I know they don't really dig her and I guess you make it their problem instead of your, your problem and your choice but see to me a parent not liking somebody I'm dating was kind of required for me to want to date them Mm-hmm. Oh right. That that was the I see. The the great. Whereas a friend not liking someone I'm dating, mm-hmm. and you can tell even if you don't say you can oh, yeah. tell, would set up a kind of a dissonance where I would be like, hmm, and invariably you're gonna get pulled in one direction or another. See, I, personally, I've never had that experience. I never had ever. ever. I did, my parents never said they didn't like anybody I and dated. And you always liked your friends, girlfriends. Oh no, no, I've had that. Okay. So I can speak from the. Uh, perspective of not liking your friend's girlfriend and thinking did you say anything um no but i distanced myself either mentally and or physically like i just you know i just because i don't think um i don't know if i i just had this feeling and maybe it's a repressed memory or something of learning the hard way like you know oh i never liked her and then they get back together and you're like uh right it's a hard it's a it's it's another minefield so um, but I so did, no one here has done it. But I, if I could just share a, a, a memory from high school, where I did date a, a girl for a, quite a long time, and the breakup was bad and ugly, and then my father, the psychiatrist, said I knew it was going to be a fatal attraction type break from the moment you dated, started dating. And, and that pissed me off. That's right. That would make me that mad would, too. I was so mad yeah. that he had withheld. But yeah. he, at the same time, if he had said anything, I would probably not have listened to it. Right. Right. And and you would have been mad at him. But I still think that's what a dad's position is to do. Say that thing. The kid will be mad at you. Why would you say that? <laughs> you kindlers say a lot of things that you shouldn't have said. <laughs> Like father, like son. No, I'm mad at your dad too. <laughs> I would say uh, a most excellent lunch today. I want to thank I want to thank Kevin for being on the show. Thank you. My pleasure. It was a treat. I also want to thank Kevin for being on the show. We did want conflict on the show. That, I you said look it well rested. Well, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> I was like, this is exactly right, right? Because the, the dynamic connection between business and the rest of your life, the fact that how you are as a business partner, because there's, there's, a, there's a Talmudic belief that how you are as a, when, when you go up in front of God, when you die, God doesn't ask you if you're a good person. He asks you, were you a good business partner? And it all flows from there. You're still trying to figure out, does God really ask if you're a good business partner?
<laughs> <laughs> Certain sages have said that. <laughs>